You're listening to the Empath Insights Podcast, and in today's episode, I'm talking about the upside of being an emotional empath. Stay tuned. I'm Rachel Hudson, and I help empaths just like you learn to thrive, learn to stop absorbing other people's stress, and embrace your natural gifts. I also teach you how to manage your sensitivities in this sometimes insensitive world we live in. Hi, empaths. I'm so happy to be back with you this week. And yes, we are talking about the upside to being an emotional empath. You know, a lot of times we we just kind of get stuck on this like, oh, it's not that much fun being an empath. Well, that there's some truth to that. And uh, I do have a lot of questions that, you know, people email me with questions. And it's usually like kind of the pain and suffering that goes along with being an empath. And while that is correct. (laughs) We don't have to like dwell in it. And I'm going to give you some fun things to think about some positive aspects of being an emotional empath. Now, if you're not familiar with what it's like to be an emotional empath, think about picking up emotions from other people. Think about emotional contagion feeling the same emotions as the people in the room, which is really why we get a little bit overwhelmed in maybe big crowds or in big shopping centers around a lot of people. Okay, that's really, really common. And it's related to this this mirror neuron system that we have. I would just think about we're an emotional sponge. Okay, so I want you to think about As an emotional empath, you're an emotional sponge. You are absorbing the emotions of the people around you. It feels like burnout. It feels like maybe a low-level flu-like symptom or fatigue or headache or just complete exhaustion. And so what happens is we don't really have a lot of tools or a lot of empaths don't have the tools to protect the energy field um, from the emotions of others. I do like to talk about this wilted flower phenomenon. You feel totally fine. And then you walk into a place and you either suddenly feel drained or maybe on the way home. If you're somewhere else driving home, you feel really exhausted. So you're probably picking up on the emotions of others. That's really what being an emotional empath feels like, but today I'm here to talk about the upside of being an emotional empath. This might sound a little confusing to you, but I started thinking about this and I'm like, you know what? I think there are some upsides to being an emotional empath. It's a really light feeling. And I want you to keep in mind, in the back of your mind, I want you to keep thinking about this emotional contagion. So if you're not familiar with what I do, I am an empath support coach and I teach different tools to help you feel better as an empath. It's pretty basic. I like to keep it pretty basic, but I do teach, I finally narrowed it down. I teach about five different types of things to help you feel better as an empath. One of them is meditation. 
Yes, you can meditate in 16 seconds or less. I do have some meditations on my website. And I also teach one of my favorite things. These are all my favorites. So I'm probably going to say this every time. But one of my favorite things is writing your thoughts on paper. You might have heard me talk about this before, but I like to say writing your crappy thoughts out on paper and just really asking yourself if you can come up with some different thoughts. Okay, I'll get into that in a different podcast episode. But that's one of the main things I teach. Another thing I teach is moving stuck emotions. That's a big one. Moving stuck emotions out of the body. So you can feel better. It really does work. Another thing is trusting and developing trust in yourself to use your intuition. Because you as an empath have a pretty strong sense of intuition. And then the last thing is I help you develop smart boundaries. So you might be asking, look, I'm stumped here. What is the upside of being an emotional empath? I've talked about kind of the thumbs down part. I'm going to give you the thumbs up part is that, you know, I like to say, like, what's an emotional empath? Basically, if you cry, I'm going to cry. Also, if you laugh, I'm probably going to get the giggles as well. Okay, so there's a lot of benefits to laughter. Okay, hear me out. So laughter helps us release the tension of situations. It's, it can play a role in developing stronger social bonds. Laughter, I mean, in my opinion, it's just pure pleasure. I just, it just changes so much. If I'm feeling kind of yucky about a situation, I, if I can find the humor in it, that's great. And I just want you to think about the belly laughs or who's, whose laugh just really cracks you up or think about like a baby laughing, you know, like the, the situation where all someone has to do is sneeze and this baby just starts cracking up. Yeah. Pure pleasure. (laughs) It's so funny. Now, when my youngest nephew laughs, he has this belly laugh that is so contagious. And we were at my parents' house for for Easter. And he got, he started laughing about some silly YouTube video. And we were all kind of rolling our eyes because we're like, oh gosh. But he started laughing. I mean, the, the video itself was kind of funny. But when he started laughing, he almost fell out of his chair. I mean, it just, it was so contagious. It just lightened everything up even more. So think about it. It helps us cope with some tense situations, okay? I don't know if it's a defense mechanism or it's just something that we do as humans. But if I could choose one thing to get me through a tough situation, it's probably going to be a little bit of humor or some laughter. Now, you might be wondering what you can do to lighten up a little bit as an emotional empath. Well, I want to tell you the things that work for me. This is my little list that I have. I would like for you to plan ahead of time. Now, what does that look like? Well, I like to have an emergency laugh list because there are, whether it's a time of the year or a situation that happens and we're just sad about it, I have an emergency laugh list. Now, what does that look like? 
I have favorite comedians. I have favorite shows. I have favorite funny, silly, goofy Instagram accounts that I follow. And, you know, with the comedians, you might be shocked at what I like or what makes me laugh. Um, no judgments, no expectations. That, that's my list. So I'm going to encourage you to find your the funniest people that share your sense of humor. Okay, that is it. And I want you to write that down and have the emergency list. I'm always texting my husband, like, okay, this is going on the emergency laugh list. This comedian, oh my gosh, how funny is he or how funny is she? And he's like, okay, it's on the list. So another thing you can do is find your people that you can laugh with. Okay, if you don't have them in your life, find the people. My sister is also an emotional empath. But I'll tell you, when we get together, it is almost expected that we laugh so hard, we almost fall over. It's all, I mean, we can just say a sentence and mess up the words and we're just like, we can't even talk. It's that laughing so hard you can't take an inhale, that kind of laugh. So find those people. <laughs> I'm just laughing, just thinking about our last conversation, which was yesterday. <laughs> so I'm going to go back around to writing. When in doubt, I want you to write it out. Now, there's a lot of resistance to writing. People are like, oh, that's a great idea, but I don't do it. Or it wouldn't work for me. But I'm like, have you tried it? Have you tried it more than once? Have you tried it for maybe five days? I would highly, highly, highly suggest that you write out your, I like to call them the crappy thoughts, (laughs) and choose, see if you can find some alternatives or some runners up of different thoughts that you could think about a situation. I'm telling you, this made a humongous difference in my life. I also have um, kind of a little list of what I what I can write down at the end of the day. Because a lot of times we like to go, oh, I had a crappy day. And that's why my life is miserable or whatever. But I would like to invite you to write down maybe some daily wins. I know it sounds kind of silly and cheesy, but guess what? It does work. Write down some daily wins, or I like to write down three amazing things that happened today, even if you can't find anything right away. It's kind of training your brain to look for the good. And I end in my Facebook group every Friday or Saturday. I just say, hey, what were your three amazing things that happened this week? And people do come up with some really good stuff. And it's just it's so sweet and so so much fun for me to read. And if you can't find anything that happened today, maybe this week, or maybe this month, or maybe this past year, but you can find something and look for the small things they also count. And I think this also helps us appreciate the small things. Now we're going to move on to one of the other things I teach is moving stuck emotions. Now you might be like, what? Listen, I've been a yoga teacher for a very, very long time. And I do, I really believe that the emotions get stuck in the body, unless they're going to come out somehow, some way, tears, movement, breath, anything. I like to think about moving stuck emotions, I use yoga to move my stuck emotions out of the body, I always 100% always feel better after my yoga practice, whether it's with my private client or by myself, or whether it's with a class. 
And if yoga is not your cup of tea, that's okay. Um, but you can probably take a walk. I will tell you what I found really fascinating. Before I go for my walk, I ask myself, what are some really neat things that could happen? I'm expecting, listen, when I changed my thinking to, I'm expecting good things to happen on my 20 or 30 minute walk, really fun things started to happen on my 20 and 30 minute walk. The first time I did this, I just was like, I'm going to see some really cool things. That was the day, I've probably talked about this on another episode. That was a day that I saw a deer, like two bunnies. I wasn't crazy about this, but I saw a snake. He was way, way ahead of me. I'm so scared of snakes. But um, I saw some puppies and there is a couple down the street. They're like retired and they sit in their lawn chair in their driveway and they've got their little white wine out and they're sitting sitting out in their driveway, and they always wave. And I'm like, that was so cool. They always wave. And there's even a dog that barks at me. And I'm like, oh, he's just telling me how much he loves me. And I wave at this dog every time. Now, that is just my interpretation of what's going on with this dog. But I'm like, he loves me. There's my friend. So, and it's actually a lot of fun. Every single time that I ask myself how I can move stuck energy out, what cool things I can see on my walk. It always happens. And then I come home and write it down. Also, you can meditate. Yeah, 16 seconds or less, you can meditate. Again, that's inhaling for four. You're holding that in for four. And exhaling for four. And keep holding that out for four as you drop your shoulders. You'll start to notice your body relaxing. I'm going to go back to breathing and laughing for just a moment because it reminded me of the breath. When we laugh, think about the exhales. Now in my yoga classes, I used to teach or I still do teach that if you feel stuck in a yoga posture, it might have something to do with the way you're breathing. And so I would tell my students, now if you're feeling stuck, just double exhale. And I am telling you, it worked every single time. So the breath is so important. And I also want you to think about this, this little one liner I'm, I'm getting ready to give you because it made a big, big difference. Because sometimes as empaths, we do feel very, very stuck. We the fight, flight, freeze happens. And sometimes we just get stuck we feel stuck and we're afraid to to make a decision or we're f- afraid to take some action. Um, one of my coaches said to, this to me a couple of years ago. He's just like, I want you to think about this. Action creates clarity. And I didn't believe it until I started doing it. But the more I got into some type of action, I got really clear on what the next few steps were. And it kind of helped me brainstorm a little bit. So that's just a little side note for you. But I do have kind of a fun and quirky assignment for you. And this is just to help you as an emotional empath. And it has to do with laughter. Okay, so I want you to Google some laughter quotes. These are just reminders, okay? And then I want you to find your favorite, maybe your top three or five or even 10 
and write those down for yourself and keep those in a place where maybe it's in on the inside of your journal or maybe it's on a sticky note on your desk and keep those handy for when you're feeling a little bit stuck, whether you're feeling some emotional contagion and it doesn't feel good. I want you to go back to those laughter quotes. Now, I also have a gift for you. It's a free download and it's 11 journal prompts for emotional empaths. Now, these are some really good questions for you to ask yourself. And I want you to take some time with these questions. Now, there's 11 questions. I really want to encourage you to pick out one of these journal prompts and really work on that for the day or maybe for the week. You could write the same thing, write the same question every week and see what you come up with. Explore those thoughts. You might have a whole list of thoughts. You might just write for five minutes on this question. So I'm going to give you a few of these here on the podcast, but if you want the whole list, just go to the show notes and I have that for you in a link and I'll just take you right to the journal prompts sheet. So the first one I like to start with is name the three emotions that you've been feeling over the past seven days. And then within that first question, what thoughts or situation did they come from? Explore the thoughts around that. Again, three emotions that you've been feeling this week. And the second one is ask yourself, did you experience any type of emotional contagion from someone? I want you to write about it. And remember, it doesn't have to be like sadness or anger. It could be, but I want you to explore some of the positive aspects of emotional contagion. It could be laughter, happiness. You could have heard someone laugh and then you started giggling or it could be frustration. So I want you to really explore those thoughts. And number three, write about the last time that you can remember crying, like a really good cry, like openly. And ask yourself what it was about. And were you openly able to cry? Or did you try to hide it? Now, if you're ready to start thriving as an empath, if you're ready to start banishing those energy vampires, I'd love to invite you to work with me one-on-one. Just go to my website, rachelkhudson.com, and just go to the tab that says work with me and we can schedule a free consultation. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you have a wonderful week. Be kind to yourself. Say nice things to yourself and be kind to others. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.